0: My entitled wife blames me for her trip to France going so poorly, claiming that I actively tried to sabotage her trip despite the fact that I paid for all of it and was the only one that planned it out just so she could go in the first place. And now she wants to break up with me, refusing to even talk to me in general until I realize all the wrong that I had done to her. And at this point, I'm so exhausted and I don't know what to do. So my wife has wanted to teach abroad since I've met her. I'm a cautious person at fault, so much so that I told. Older, I really didn't want her to go. This spawned several arguments, with me calling, stating that it's a stupid idea, but only out of pure fear for her safety. Regardless of my fears, I realized I was being inconsiderate, and we've since moved on from that. Fast forward to October, and we have a trip to France scheduled in December for three weeks. She's teaching at a school in a small village at an old chateau. She's taking our youngest for the entire time, and then her brother is going out with our oldest for a week. I'm staying behind because finance-wise, I would need to work a lot more to make sure we could afford this. During this time, we get into another argument because I apparently haven't helped her plan the trip and she's struggling. My rebuttal is I've been busy with work and this hasn't been a priority as I'm the sole provider for the family, but that proved to definitely be the wrong answer. I eventually came to my senses and take the reins on the trip planning. The plans for this trip proceeded to change five times over the next few weeks up until December, causing me to be on my phone quite a bit with airlines, hotels, and other travel vendors to make sure it all lines up. It's pretty inconvenient, and I show flashes of anger because of this. But I always lied and told her everything was fine. After all, I didn't want to make this any worse than I already had. Fast forward to the trip, and it's finally here. The first flight goes well, but then her second flight gets delayed 5 hours, which causes her to miss the connecting flight, as well as the connecting train, and miss the first day of school entirely. On top of this, our youngest started feeling unwell. I was on the phone for 4 to 5 hours with different people trying to get things refunded, as well as rescheduled all over again. Once we got everything settled to get her where she needs to go, I finally got to bed. She then calls me an hour after my head hits the pillow. One of the people from the school picked her up and was very mean. Not rude, just mean. Calling her a stupid American. Even yelling at my youngest for asking questions. And now, she just doesn't want to stay. She said she scared and she doesn't want to stay because she doesn't feel safe. She grew up in a very abusive household and she knows that kind of anger well. So I tell her to leave. We can't get any taxis or Ubers but one of the teachers can take her into town. They ended up dropping her in the middle of the city with 5% on her phone nowhere near the Airbnb I had booked. She finally gets to the Airbnb and we're settled in. The next few days are uneventful and we're just planning things as we go and she starts to fall into a pit of depression. She says she wants to go to Barcelona, but only if it's financially feasible. I tell her that it's an extra expense and that we didn't budget for it. And she just says, okay, that's fine. And we just get off the phone. After we get off the phone, she starts getting hostile, saying things like, this is exactly what you wanted. It didn't work out. So now I can come home and be a good little housewife and do the same thing every day. I tell her that I feel like she's angry at the trip going awry and unfairly taking it out on me. But she says no. She's upset because she just exists for other people. I tell her that maybe we should create something else to look forward to. I said I'm sorry and that I'm trying to sympathize with her more. But she just keeps getting more angry at me. At this point, I'm confused. What am I supposed to do? I listed off all the things I had done to ensure that this trip went as smoothly as it could. But that ended up being the wrong thing to do again. She claimed I was throwing it in her face and that I've done everything I possibly can to apparently try to sabotage this trip from the get-go. The conclusion from this argument was that she wanted to go to Barcelona, and me worrying about finances and throwing these worries in her face was inappropriate, given the circumstances of how awful the planned trip had turned out. She ended up not going because of the country's entry restrictions, and came home a few days later, depressed as ever. I had cleaned the house, checked off everything on the honey-do list, cooked her dinner, and got her flowers. I did everything. I tried my best to make sure it was the best environment possible. I told her her we were going to plan the family trip to Barcelona next year and go to Greece with friends. We just had to wait a little bit longer, but this didn't seem to change her mood at all. I didn't expect it to be instantaneous, but I felt not seen. Was I selfish for this? I stayed home from work on Monday to be with her, and it ended up with her getting drunk by 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yesterday, I went into work, and she asked me to pick up the kids from school. I asked her why I needed to do it, and she just responded that she was drinking. I told her that I don't think drinking at home alone in the middle of the day is the best way to handle everything that's going on right now. I asked if she had planned anything with her friends or even talked to her therapist and she said, what good would that do for me when I've been doing those things for the past 30 years and they haven't done anything to help? I don't want to fake it until I make it anymore. So if that's what you're asking me to do, then you can forget it. I reiterate to her that I was just trying to help and I wasn't attacking her and she just turned it into me shaming her for trying to cope with everything Going on in her life right now When I got home We got into another huge argument That ended up with her leaving Slamming the door And then calling me on the phone Saying things like Your fragile ego can't handle When I tell you what's wrong And at that point I just lost it I said you know what Forget it I'm done with this conversation And I hung up the phone She came back And said she doesn't feel like She can fall apart around me Or whatever that means And to top it all off She doesn't want to be together anymore She doesn't want to be with someone that she can't fall apart around. I am so confused. I'm not perfect by any means necessary, but I feel like I literally did everything I could over the last two to three weeks to make sure that her trip would go as smoothly as possible. And even when things started to go wrong, I did more. Why is she this angry with me? Why am I not allowed to also break down when I feel like I'm being unfairly criticized? We spent so much money on this trip and I worked 14 hour days last week to make sure our finances wouldn't be more impacted by this than it already has been. She won't talk to me and she doesn't want to talk to me. She wanted to sleep in the same bed last night but this morning when I greeted her she immediately fired back that she doesn't want an in-depth conversation with me. She even said that we could just be platonic friends until I finally came to my senses and realized the wrong that I had done. And I'm honestly at such a loss for words and I really don't know what to do. Your wife sounds absolutely crazy. I mean talk about an entitled Karen. You plan this massive trip for her to go out to France and teach in some school in the middle of nowhere and the second, I mean the very second, she experiences any kind of pushback, she suddenly flips the script and says that you tried to ruin this for her, when in reality based on her attitude, she probably did this to herself. Also, she is so unbelievably ungrateful. You literally worked your butt off just to try and get her to have this trip and to make sure you as a family have money for future anythings. Like literally this probably costs like thousands of dollars. It's not cheap to go to France and then to turn around and be like, psych, I want to go home. Like that doesn't just happen without a lot of money getting thrown around. And when she's inconvenienced, she tries to go to Barcelona. I mean, what is wrong with this lady? She's twisted everything you said. She's flipped the script completely and she has practically blamed you for literally everything in her life. I mean, where's the personal responsibility? Where's the motivation to do better with yourself and take responsibility for your own actions? She really sounds absolutely miserable to put up with and I really feel for your situation. So hopefully this can all work out in some kind of positive way because the way your wife is acting is absolutely crazy and you do not deserve to get thrown under the bus like this for something that was completely out of your control. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the link in the description if you'd like to submit your own story. Am I the Jerk for dropping the hammer on one of my employees after they've repeatedly proved that they are unfit to work at my job. Okay, so I work at a major college in the United States. It's a state school, and we have about 18 employees who work for me. We work maintenance for the college, and I've been here for about 10 years. Since my crew works nights, I am a lot looser with the rules than most supervisors. The night crew gets a lot of flack from the day crew, but the truth is, we are pretty tight-knit, and we don't have a lot of drama, at least compared to the day crew. The day crew is toxic to say the least, and most of the supervisors are objectively incompetent or simply just don't care. Now, we have our own issues, but my general rule is I like to keep issues in-house unless they become excessive. Over the years, I've caught my employees screwing off before. Most of the time, I give them gentle reminders or make vague announcements to the crew that doesn't single anyone out. However, I've recently had an issue with one employee who's been pushing every boundary he can. It's been going on for years, but for the longest time, people on the crew haven't said anything. They don't want to snitch on each other. However, his bad behavior has gotten so bad that nearly half the crew doesn't want to work with him. He's often been accused of being drunk or high at work. Unfortunately, they only told me days later, so there was nothing I could even do about it. He had some strange encounters with people on campus that I documented and even wrote him up for. However, since we are a state agency, getting someone fired is really a process. 2022, however, was his year to really cut loose. I found him multiple times, simply not working or not even at the job site. He would disappear for hours, lie about it and say he was using the bathroom. It's amazing how many times he used that excuse. He was constantly leaving the job, sitting around on the job, lying about his whereabouts and just underperforming at work. There were also several days where people reported that he seems to be under the influence. It really came ahead over the summer where I directly confronted him about being at it from the job for over an hour. He said he had to get something at the shop, which would just normally take about 15 minutes tops. Well, he comes in over an hour later, carrying with him a sandwich that obviously came from a shop. He claimed that he had to use the bathroom again, and that's why it took so long. The problem is I was tracking him the entire time. I had a co-worker at the shop, and I was at the job. He was at the shop for maybe 5 minutes, got back to the job a few minutes later, and then sat in the truck for another 20 minutes, all before coming inside. All this time, he didn't even eat his sandwich. I confronted him and asked him if he was going to eat while everyone else had been working. Bear in mind that he had just had a lunch break right before the I had to run to the shop excuse and he didn't eat then either. At this point, I had already been fed up with his BS. I told him I was done giving him warnings and that he needed to do better. I told him this is your one and only warning. Literally a month later, he starts back up again, not working, sitting around on his phone while other people are working. He would be out smoking while others are working and just leaving the job in general. Someone even saw him stealing but refused to put it on the record. I was already in the process of writing him up when I discovered that he took a work truck home as well as to a bar. He left an hour early for break and used a state vehicle to go to a bar and to his home. I got photos and locations. I confronted him at the bar and he claimed that he hadn't had any alcohol. Ironically, the big thing that got him in trouble with HR was using the work truck for personal use that is a big deal here after his write up he was upset and told me that he knew that me as well as others on the crew had broken the rules too he mentioned that he had seen me in a drive through a few times in a work truck and honestly this is true it was extremely infrequent but I've done it before but I also haven't done it in several years yes I am guilty of that crime too but he took his vehicle home and to a bar and this was all outside of break time to boot. And you know what? That's something I have definitely not done. I have also used a work truck to swing by the store for lunch before. Have others on the crew stopped for coffee on their work truck or got some teriyaki on break? Yes. And he obviously thinks I'm being a hypocrite because of this. However, I think his frequency, severity and choice of locations make his offense far worse than the rest of the crew combined. He said he didn't want to be that guy and won't report me or the crew. And you know what? I think he's telling the truth. Since this would burn several personal friends of his and he also really does not have any proof. But I have literal photos. I'm not justifying my past actions but I won't be intimidated by him in this. He's a heavy drinker and uses recreational drugs. And you know what? I don't care about that if it's not at work. But he has increasingly blurred the line and admitted to drinking only a few hours before work started. The worst part is how he's affected the rest of the crew. About half don't want to work with him and in one case almost led to a panic attack. He's lazy, dangerous to work with, and toxic. So I'm looking to get him fired, not by being malicious, but by holding him accountable, documenting and letting him hang himself. He's the kind of guy who floats through life and doesn't care about anyone but himself and just getting wasted. And frankly, I'm done helping him. I know I'm leaving out a lot so this doesn't come back to me in some way. He's of course playing the victim and thinks that I'm picking on him. My guess is that he will quit out of frustration before he gets fired. I want to ask though am i the jerk for doing this am i the jerk for letting him hang himself and making himself be held accountable because honestly i'm not sure what to do look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey (sighs) well that's why they're introducing an all new bumble In my opinion, you are not the jerk. This guy is literally digging his own grave. The fact that he took a work truck over to the bar, as well as taking it home, is really not okay. I'm sure these standards of practice in your company is there for a reason, so for him to use those vehicles for personal use, especially going to a bar, is really a bad look. On the other hand, I don't think you going through a drive through or stopping by the store to get some lunch is in any way, shape, or form the same level of damage and public ridicule that could be perceived of him going to the bar in that work truck. Like, that just does not look good in the slightest. That basically says to anybody who's interested in your company, oh, this particular organization definitely likes to get drunk. Whereas, you stopping by a fast food restaurant or going to the store probably means just that. Oh, they're stopping for lunch. That's about it. They're not instead getting hammered during work, which this guy is absolutely doing. So, no, you've not done anything wrong. This guy literally has it coming. And to calm any fears that you might have, I don't think you're a hypocrite for stopping to get lunch. That seems like a very casual normal thing to do and in no way is that the same level of severity that this guy is clearly exhibiting. So I really would not worry about this because this guy has been very clearly skating on thin ice for a while now and if he wants to fall through and drown then I don't think it's your responsibility to try and save him. My parents have actively tried to ruin my professional career while also trying to destroy my personal life and I honestly don't know what to do. My mom and dad have always created smear campaigns about me and crossed all my personal and professional boundaries. As an example, my dad wrote a book about me a few years ago. It was full of personal diary entries and other private information. It was essentially a whole lot of projection and lies. And it was extremely creepy. In 2017, I was diagnosed with complex PTSD. At the same time, my parents withdrew support for my PhD. I had two mentors who were separate to my supervisors. One was in her 50s and the other was in her 70s. And they were always supportive of me. They were very Disappointed that I had to withdraw, and I just told them that my parents withdrew support and that they were concerned about my physical health. I do have very poor physical health, so it wasn't a lie. The support from my mentors continued. I met them on a work placement in 2012, and we bonded immediately. We would meet five to six times a year and share lots of professional resources and so on. I didn't tell them about my CPTSD diagnosis or the symptoms and behavior associated with it. At the time, in a family setting, my behavior was pretty terrible, but I was also being abused. My parents even tried to get me criminally convicted for minor property damage, but the judge determined that I was the victim of abuse, and my CPTSD had caused the behavior. I returned to my degree in 2019 after receiving treatment for CPTSD. When I returned for Christmas, I met my supervisors for lunch, and at this point they were distant and very weird. Usually they would hug me and be enthusiastic about catching up. One of them just gave me the cold shoulder and seemed very disinterested in speaking to me. The other made some weird comments. She asked me randomly out of the blue, how old is your mom? My mom, for the record, is 70 years old, but she looks much older. This indicated to me that they had met up. When I shared ideas for the future with them, as I always have, she said, one thing at a time, listen to your parents. Then, when I was telling her the date my niece was born, she finished the date for me. I said November, and she said the number. They dodged catching up with me for a couple of years. I asked if anything was wrong. They assured me that everything was fine. I then told them that I really valued my relationship with them and that I was open to speaking about anything. I asked my mom if she and my dad had spoken to them, but they denied it. I eventually saw them again a year ago. They finished the catch-up by saying, well, best wishes for the future, and I didn't know what to say. I was diagnosed with cancer last year, and they seemed totally nonchalant about it. I found out that they're hosting a big lunch at a pub for Christmas for people in our field next weekend and they didn't even invite me. I don't know what to do. There's a good chance that they've been fed total lies. I really valued my relationship with them and I think they're terrific people but now I'm honestly so upset. Is there any coming back from this? What should I do? This is actually really tragic. The fact that your mom and dad are actively trying to basically ruin your life is unbelievably toxic and completely inappropriate. This type of behavior is un- Unacceptable in my opinion. And you do not deserve to be treated like this. And it's really disappointing that your mentors would believe your terrible parents instead of going to you first. If anything, that shows you that their mentorship towards you was probably very one-sided. They most likely only kept it up because you were some promising talent that they could use later in life. I don't know, something along those lines. But for me personally, when someone turns on me like that and basically starts to act like they're not my friend or my mentor in some way, and I know for a fact that other toxic people have had their hands in this relationship, that essentially proves to me right then and there that my relationship with them was obviously very shallow at best, despite how deep I may have thought it actually was. So let that be your exit sign, to be honest. You can find other mentors, you can find other programs. I mean, look at the facts here. They completely excluded you from this dinner event that you obviously would have thought they would have included you in. It's not like you guys don't have history together. I mean, that's insane. So that honestly is really disappointing, and I'm so sorry that this is happening to you. This is so unacceptable. So hopefully you're able to find some kind of solutions here because the way your parents are acting is so unbelievably toxic as well as damaging to your career and livelihood as a whole. And honestly, you do not deserve that. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the the description below and subscribe.